Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 259 and I'm so thankful you're here. You could be listening to any podcast and you're choosing to spend this time with me and for that I'm very grateful. So today I'm going to explain something to you that is honestly a little bit of a pet peeve. (laughs) Maybe I'm doing too many pet peeve episodes, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you what to avoid at all costs if you want to lose weight and keep it off. That second part's really important, the keep it off part. So you want to avoid this at all costs if you want to actually keep weight off, if you want to actually change your life and your lifestyle in an amazing and positive way. If you just want to drop some weight short term, eh, this really won't apply. So you can just check out of this episode. So what is this mysterious thing that we want to avoid at all costs if we want to lose weight and keep it off? Is it sugar? Is it processed carbs? Is it those nasty trans fats? Is it eating after 5 p.m.? No. Is it bread? That's what it is, right? It's bread. Nope. (laughs) It's none of the above. And this episode was actually inspired by a message I received from someone, actually an old friend from high school, and I love them to death. This is nothing against them at all, but when I received their message, it just kind of made me roll my eyes, and I immediately thought, like, I've got to turn this into an episode, and I've, this, I've touched on this topic before on the podcast, so if you've heard me talk about it before, bear with me. If I'm repeating it, <laughs> it's because we might need to hear it again. So here's the message from my friend. They said, hey, do you do consultations for people who just need a diet plan to lose weight? My friend needs someone to get them going in the right direction. They've done fad diets and lost weight, but now they've gained the weight back and can't get rid of it. He has an important position with work, so I'm sure stress has something to do with it. So, do you do diet design plans like that? Do you design diet plans like that? Hey, do you do diet plans? Can you put together a diet plan for me? I just need a good diet plan. Whew, okay. So, <laughs> this is a very common thing, and if you're like, yeah, what's what's wrong with that, Corey? Like, I'd love a diet plan. I'd love for you to do a diet plan for me. Look, I'm, this is this entire episode is not a, a a judgment on you. It's not me saying, oh, you drive me nuts or you you make me so angry. Not at all. Not at all. I just want to peel back the layers a little bit and explain why that may not be the best thing, okay? Even if we just begin to look at this message uh, that this person sent me, there's a lot of verbiage in there that indicates... <laughs> Some, some shortcomings that indicates things that kind of pop, they, some, some things really pop out to me. Hey, do you do consultations for people who just need a diet plan to lose weight? Um, that's the first problem. If someone thinks they just need a diet plan, eh, you probably don't realize quite how complex this whole thing is. My friend needs someone to get them going in the right direction. They've done fad diets and lost weight, but now they've gained the weight back and can't get rid of it. And yes, my friend, guess what? They're about to do the exact same thing again. (laughs) They keep going back to the same solution. Except this time they think, oh, wait, if I had someone design a plan just for me, 
then it would be different from those fad diets in the past. No, not really, because the underlying principle is the same. It's still a very much an all-or-nothing on-off mentality. And then the whole issue of the stress, right? He has an important position at work, and so I'm sure stress has something to do with it. Absolutely, and guess what? I'm sure you, whoever you are right now, the beautiful, amazing person that you are, you experience stress too. For some reason, we think like stress is this weird thing that is you know, only there for certain people. Stress is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It's, it's all over all of us. <laughs> and so we have to find something that will allow us to lose weight amongst the stressors of life. So I'd like to dig into a little bit of this mentality, this diet plan mentality, because it's totally flawed. And I want to explain why so many people fall for it and why you may be thinking, yeah, Corey, like I, I want a diet plan. I want to help you maybe move past that. Here's the thing. I get it, at least on the surface. It makes sense. At the heart of this idea or this thought process, if you or someone will just tell me what to do, then I'll do it. That's at the heart of it, right? If I just know what to eat, then I'll eat it. If I just know the answer to my question, well, then I'll be set. If I just know the solution to my weight loss problem, I'll use it and I'll solve my problem. Now, again, I get it from your perspective, but when we dig down, if you've done what I've done for 20 years, when we dig down, it just doesn't work and it doesn't make sense because we're looking for a very simple answer to what we eventually find out is a pretty complex problem. And here's the thing. Actually, there is a simple answer, but since the problem is complex, please don't miss this. The implementation of that answer is super complex. Let me say that again. There is a simple answer, but since the problem is complex, the implementation of that simple answer becomes super complex. I've talked about my friend Steve before on the podcast, so I'm not super handy around the house. I can do really basic things, but not not much more. When it comes to plumbing issues or electrical issues or uh, carpentry issues, I really need some help. That's not my strength. My friend Steve can do it all. He is incredible with anything and everything. He can build a house from the ground up. And so when I have a problem, I give Steve a call. Hey, Steve, here's what's going on underneath my sink. Hey, Steve, here's what's going on with whatever. Can you, you know, can you kind of guide me in the right direction with this? And for Steve, it's super simple. He's done it. He knows it inside out, right? And Steve may tell me exactly what to do. Okay, Corey, you need to go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy this and get that. And do you have this tool? Okay, well, you might need to get that. Okay, no, you've already got it. Then you're going to want to do this and then do that and then blah, 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 blah. And if the water's leaking from here, well, then it's this. But if the water's leaking from there, well, then it's that. And the way you'll figure that out is by doing this and by doing that. And I might take notes and I might, you know, we might even FaceTime and I can show them what's going on. Okay, yeah, you'll need this. We might need to do that. And then you got to wait 30 minutes after you put this together and blah, 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 right? And he knows. He, he, he understands it upside down, inside out. And he can tell me exactly what to do. And you know what happens every single freaking time? <laughs> I start doing what Steve told me to do. And I get to Lowe's and I'm like, I don't know which one of these I'm supposed to buy. Good gosh, I don't want to call Steve and bother me. Then I have to call Steve and bother him again. And he's so friendly and he's so wonderful and he always helps. Then I get what I finally think I need. And then I get home and I look at my notes and I start looking at the situation. Wait a minute, did he say to take that off first or take this off first? Wait, what about, oh crap, does this 
piece going this way or that way. Oh, geez. And so I'm trying to go through everything. And sometimes I make more progress than others, but I always wind up calling Steve back to get help two, three, four times throughout this process. Not only that, there are times when (laughs) almost sitting in a big pile of defeat, I'll call my friend Steve and go, Steve, man, if there's any way that you could stop by, you know, whenever you get a chance, I've basically, I've made a mess here and I, I need you to help walk me through this. <sighs> so here's the thing. Losing weight is exactly the same. I want Steve to tell me what to do. Like I said earlier, man, if I just know what to do, if I just knew the answer to my question, the solution to my problem, well, then I'm set Then I can do it. That's how I feel about fixing this plumbing problem or doing this carpentry project. Steve understands it upside down, inside out. I understand weight loss upside down, inside out. I understand the psychology behind it, the nutrition science of it, the exercise science of it. I get it. That's what I've spent my life. That's what I've dedicated my life to studying and implementing and helping people implement. But maybe you don't know that much about it. The same way I don't know as much about plumbing. And so if I give you the solution, it makes perfect sense to me and you should be able to do it. And it's no big deal. And then you get to the grocery store and you start looking around and you're like, wait a minute, Corey said to buy this or that, but what about this other kind? And does it need to be a certain brand? And what if it's got an additive? Does that matter? And what about this? And what about that? So let's just walk through (laughs) very quickly the way that this might play out in the weight loss world. So if someone's looking for a simple solution to their weight loss problems, I will tell you right now, sometimes I'll receive criticism on this podcast because people will say, Man, Corey, you call it the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. You never even tell us what to eat. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, and I've done this in the past, but I'll tell you again. Eat plenty of vegetables and high-quality lean protein, and you will feel great and lose weight. Bingo. That's it. That's the answer. Eat plenty of vegetables, plenty of high-quality lean protein. You'll feel great, and you'll lose weight. Pretty much guaranteed. Now, if that's the beginning, then here we go. Here come the questions. Well, wait, Corey, how much should I eat? How often should I eat? Okay, well, maybe, you know, three or four times per day. It depends. Different people, different schedules. Okay, but what if I get hungry? Well, you can certainly eat some more. There's, you know, there's no reason to starve yourself. Okay, well, that sounds too easy. Wait a minute. Hold on. Where does my wine fit into this? Or or how about my coffee drinks? I mean, I can still have that, right? Gosh, I can't imagine living life without my coffee drinks in the morning or my wine at night and Usually at night, if, if I get really honest, I like to have a little something sweet. So I guess I need to stop that, don't I? But you know, I mean, c- come on, Corey. It's just one little piece of chocolate. So what about this? What if I get the dark chocolate Hershey Kisses, which really aren't dark chocolate, but it says dark chocolate on the label. What if I get those? Could I just have one of those at night after dinner? Would that be okay? Oh, okay. And hold on. God, I didn't even think about it. My son's birthday is this weekend. What should I eat at his party? A hot dog with no bun? Like, we're, we're, I need to cut out the bread, right? That white bread's terrible. So, yeah, we haven't even talked about bread. So, should I just not eat bread at all? Oh, my gosh. Goodness. Um, can I never have bread again? Because, I mean, I really kind of like bread. Does it matter what kind of bread it is? What about Dave's Killer Bread? Or what about sprouted grain bread? Or does it, what about, oh, the reduced carb bread? Is that what I should get? Or the reduced calorie bread? Wait a minute. Speaking of bread, now I'm thinking about being at the grocery store. I know you mentioned vegetables. What about corn? Is it, is it considered a vegetable? And what can I put on my vegetables? Is grass-fed butter okay? I read somewhere that it's healthy. So I think, you know, that could be a good thing to put on my vegetables. Or what about just a little bit of cheese? 
By the way, that phrase scares me to death every time someone uses it. Just a little bit of cheese, just a little bit of this, just a little bit of that. Would that be okay on my vegetables? And Corey, what do you mean by high quality protein? Is peanut butter protein? Because that's what somebody told me once. I read some article by some dietitian and they were like, peanut butter is a great source of protein. I love peanut butter, so please tell me that I can have that. I could eat peanut butter all day long. Sadly, that's probably not going to get you to your goals, but let's move forward. You know, Corey, like sometimes I work long hours, plus I've got to run the kids around to practice and I've got other, you know, stuff with friends and church activities or whatever. Sometimes I don't get home until pretty late. And on those nights, I would usually just have a bowl of cereal. I mean, is that okay? It's, it can't be that bad. It's Cheerios, man. Like Cheerios are good, right? It's good for your cholesterol, heart healthy, all that stuff. I mean, I hope that's okay because I certainly... <laughs> If I'm honest, I certainly don't feel like cooking some big elaborate dinner of protein and vegetables at 8 or 9 p.m. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. This brings up another great point. I need to find some dinners that fit this plan, fit this diet plan you gave me that I can cook and that the whole family will eat. Dear Lord. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a challenge. Some of the people in my family are so picky. And what about exercise, man? We haven't even talked about that is is swimming okay or is running better? My aerobics class that I did years ago, is that good? Will that fit the bill? Or should I join Orange Theory or do CrossFit? Or how about Peloton? Oh my gosh, Peloton's so expensive. I hope I don't have to do that. Or walking. I mean, walking's just so simple. It's kind of stupid. Is that okay? I don't believe that'll work. Or should I do something totally different? <laughs> okay, now here's the thing, man. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. If I do this, if I do this plan, how much weight will I lose per week? And, and how long will it take me to reach my goal if I really do this? You know, I don't know, man. I don't know, Corey. This just, it just kind of sounds too complicated now that I think about it. Plus, it seems hard. I mean, I don't know. I might just do keto again. <laughs> Give me Whole30. Give me Whole30 again. I know I pick on keto and Whole30 sometimes. But they are not ideal for most people's purposes. Okay, so in the past, when I did the whole diet plan thing, and I did that, like I, I would write diet plans for people. When I was a young nutritionist and trainer, fresh out of college with a couple degrees and a couple certifications, man, I would do this. I would lay out the diet plan, cover all the bases the best I could. I would do my best to answer all of those questions within the actual plan itself. And then here's the problem number one, it's just so overwhelming off the get go, but at least. Most questions were answered, right? And then here's what would sometimes happen. The person would take the program and run with it for two, maybe three weeks. And it's like, yeah, Corey, I did pretty good the first few days. And man, then I messed up on Thursday. So I was like, crap, I just need to reset. You know, this weekend's crazy. I got a lot going on. So I tried to start fresh the Monday after that. And then I did pretty good the second week, I guess, but life was just so stressful last week. And then I, you know, I, honestly, I, oh, I just kind of fell off the wagon. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just been tough, man. Maybe this, you know, maybe this isn't the right diet for me, but hey, I'm still drinking more water and I can always go back to keto or Whole30. Sorry, I'll stop that. Oh, so that's good, right? And my friends, here's the thing. This, all of this, is exactly why I do things the way that I do them now. This is why I do not do or offer diet plans. Because they don't work. 
And even if they seem to work in the short term, they very rarely lead to long-term life-changing results. To get that, you need a more holistic approach. You need accountability, ongoing support and help, ongoing guidance from an expert that you trust, just like me and Steve, right? He's an expert. He knows what he's doing. I trust him. I need ongoing guidance and support from him, not just a few notes or a you know written out on a page what I need to do. You need to experience also the different seasons and stressors and emotions of life while making food changes, while changing your lifestyle. And you need to learn how to navigate those things if we ever truly want to be successful in the long term. We need to change how we think and what we're consistently thinking and allowing to run through our head. We need to change our entire mindset and approach as it relates to weight loss. We need to shift and leave behind the starve it off and work it off approach. We need to deprogram our brain from the typical old school diet mentality that is so rigid and unforgiving. I was joking with my coaching group the other day and was talking about that diet brain, that old school diet mentality that just gets like, that we get almost programmed with. I said, it's kind of like a cult and being part of this program is kind of like getting deprogrammed, right? It's kind of like working your way out of that diet mentality cult. And here's the thing. All of those things I just mentioned from the accountability to the ongoing guidance to all these other deeper things, that simply does not happen with a diet plan. We need more than just eat this, not that, if we ever want to truly change our lives, which is exactly what changing your body long-term does. It changes your life because the process of getting there changes you in the most beautiful ways. One time I heard a business coach say, being an online entrepreneur, an online business owner, which is what I am, which is what I do, right? Being an online entrepreneur is the most intense self-growth program that's ever been created. You must confront your demons. You must overcome your insecurities. You must be willing to continually step out of your comfort zone. And that's just to name a few things, right? All these require tremendous self-growth. I had to do all of this just to put the podcast out there. What if people, what if people don't want to hear what I have to say? What if people make fun of my Southern accent, even though (laughs) I don't think my Southern accent is incredibly strong, but I think it probably is depending on where you're from. What if people make fun of that? What if people don't like my voice? What if no one listens? What if I just get a bunch of one-star ratings and everybody hates it? You have to confront your demons, overcome your insecurities, and be willing to step out of your comfort zone. The process of losing weight, when it's done right, it's basically the exact same thing. It is the most intense self-growth program ever created. And this is what we see all the time in my inner circle coaching group. Someone might want to lose, say, 50 pounds. That's their overall goal. I want to lose 50 pounds. And they get to a place where they've lost 11 pounds, but they are absolutely freaking ecstatic. Why? Because it doesn't make sense, right? It's like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You shouldn't be this happy. You've lost 11 out of 50 pounds. You've got 39 pounds left to get to your goal. You should be just like, you know, kind of frustrated and really wanting to lose weight faster, but they're not. They're ecstatic because they've experienced so much growth, so much mental and emotional progress along the way. They've lost weight without forcing it. And without being miserable, they're finally, maybe for the first time, experiencing freedom in ways they never have before. They have more peace of mind. They're kinder to themselves. They're more emotionally stable and settled on a day-to-day basis. And they're choosing different foods rather than forcing it. And they're choosing to exercise rather than shaming and body shaming themselves into going to the gym. 
long-term, life-changing weight loss does not come from a diet plan. Okay, I don't like absolutes. <laughs> so long-term, life-changing weight loss rarely, very rarely comes from a diet plan. It requires so much more, but you also get so much more than just weight loss. So, no, to my friend who wrote the message, I'm sorry, I don't do diet plans. And all of that, this whole episode is why. Because they don't work. And because, even though you may not realize it, if you're looking for a super, super simple answer to a super complex question, I can give you a simple answer, but you implementing that answer into your life, it's just going to be at times super challenging, kind of complicated, and just overall tough to do. And it will seem like life is working against you at every turn. You need more help than just a few pieces of paper that tell you what to eat and what not to eat. There's nothing simple about changing your life and changing your habits. And that's what any good health and weight loss program or coach does. It helps you not just make the short-term changes to drop some weight quickly. No, 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 no. The good ones, they help you change your lifestyle. We change your brain and how you think about the process. And this trickles down to changing your day-to-day -day habits. And this trickles down to changing your lifestyle overall. And all of that trickles down to losing weight and changing your body and just feeling better than you ever have and enjoying life more than you ever have. But it doesn't come from a simple got to get back on the wagon, all or nothing diet plan. So if there's one thing I hope you'll get from listening to this podcast in general, but especially today, it is this. All or nothing thinking, it very, very rarely leads to long-term results. And if all or nothing thinking does get you results, it's usually kind of a miserable process to get there and definitely a miserable process to keep those results. All or nothing thinking never leads to peace of mind and happiness in your life. So please, stop looking for an all or nothing answer. This will just sling you into the very mindset that you want to escape. If you ever want to lose weight, keep it off truly change your body, and fully enjoy your life. Okay, Corey, that's great. So what am I supposed to do, man? Okay, here's the, here's the thing, because I'm about to throw you a curveball. You ready for this? Number one, I just want you to answer this question. Do I just want to get rid of some weight for a special event or vacation? Like, do I really care about keeping it off? Do I have a beach trip coming up or a wedding or something like that? And if so, then a diet plan might actually work wonderful for you and for your purposes. So go for it. If it fits your goals, then I support you. No judgment. No judgment from me. Get on that diet plan wagon, rock it, really stick with it, and drop those pounds for that wedding or that beach vacation. Just know that they'll probably come back and that was just a short-term fix. Okay? Okay. Now, if this is not you, then you might fit into one of these two categories. The first one, when I just said, hey, just do that diet plan, you might be like, but Corey, I've tried that. And I can't even stick with it. Even if I've got a wedding coming up or a beach trip, I can't stick with it. Okay. Then whether you realize it or not, you need that more in-depth process. There's some, maybe some internal resistance and possibly a lack of belief that's keeping you from executing even a short-term plan. So maybe everything in you is screaming like, I can't even, if I can't do a short-term plan, I don't want to do a long-term plan. But the beauty of the long-term plan is, is it addresses that resistance. It addresses the lack of belief and it spreads the process out so that you can go at it with a pace that's more suited to you. 
Now, the second category of people are people who will just openly say, look, man, I don't want to lose weight for an event. Maybe you want to lose weight and keep it off and stop being so mean to yourself and have more confidence and more peace of mind. And you want food in your body and weight loss to just take up less space in your brain. If this is you, then please do not do another diet plan. If you do, it's probably just going to further ingrain a bunch of negative mental crap that you desperately need to and want to overcome. If this is you, either of these two categories I just described, then here's what I recommend. First, be willing to get uncomfortable because newsflash, it's going it's to be uncomfortable. To do something different, you must reject and oppose what you're doing now, what you've always done. And when you do that, it will feel different. It will feel kind of weird and it will definitely feel uncomfortable. And everything in your brain at some point will scream at you that this isn't right and it doesn't make sense and it won't work and stop wasting your time and just do something else. Just do what you've always done. But hey, has that worked for you in the past? For most of us, the answer is no, right? So the first thing we need to do is to, to see that, to, to acknowledge that and go, you know what, I'm going to take a different path. And I know it's going to feel uncomfortable, so I'm going to brace for that discomfort that's coming. The second thing is to commit. This is something I preach on the podcast, I talk about on presentations. Committing is incredibly important. And I don't want you to commit to doing something perfectly. No, 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 no. No, no, this is not about sticking with it. I just, want you, I just want you to commit to not quitting. Find something or someone that you trust. That's so important. You need a program or a person or a group or a coach or whatever that you trust. And then draw your line in the sand, write your name on the dotted line, all that stuff, and commit. Look, I'm not saying that you can't do this alone, but if you've struggled with it for an extended period of time and you feel kind of lost and you feel defeated, then you probably need some help. You don't just need another diet plan. You don't need a simple solution to a complex problem. We need someone to walk through that complex situation with us and guide us along the way. And here's what's so really super cool. Whenever I bump up to, against something in my house, <laughs> I don't mean literally bump into something. Whenever there's a problem with my house and I call Steve and I'm like, hey man, you know, I got this going on. What do you think it is? And he's like, eh, I probably need to come over for that one. There's some stuff that he knows, wait a minute, man, this is a little too complex. This is a little too deep for you to maybe sort out on your own. And he's, he tells me, he's like, man, if you want to try, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it. I'll walk you through it. But sometimes he just knows this is a little too much. Let me go over there and be by Corey's side as he goes through this. And I'll teach him and we'll go through it together. So that's the second thing. Commit. Commit. Because if you've struggled in the past, you probably need some help. Commit to someone or something that you trust. And then lastly, start paying attention. Don't just let that little voice in your head automatically dictate your decisions in your life, what you're doing or not doing, because that's what happens, right? The bully in our brain, whether we realize it or not, it's there. Sometimes it's louder. Sometimes it's a little quieter. But it, if we're not careful, will dictate the things that we're doing or not doing. So we need to start paying attention. Practice awareness. And really start to catch what that little voice is saying. And then begin to question it. You choose your own path and your own future, my friend, but you can only do it if you pay attention. So first, be willing to get uncomfortable. 
Second, commit to someone or something that you trust because there's a chance if you struggle with this, you need some help. And then number three, start paying attention. Start paying attention to what that little voice in your head is saying so that you're prepared because it's going to try to push you right back into your comfort zone, which is probably what has kept you exactly where you are for so long. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you'll share this episode with someone else who might find it helpful also. And I hope the two or three of you will discuss it. Maybe text back and forth about it or go grab some coffee or whatever and discuss it. Because I believe that's how you really get the most out of this podcast. And honestly, I think it's how we get the most out of pretty much anything in life. And remember, if you have a question or something you want me to cover, I hope you'll shoot me a message. You can go to Instagram. I'm Corey Little Coach. I'll include that down in the show notes. Or you can send the question via email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. And I also hope you know and you never forget that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales, that stupid little machine in your bathroom, don't let it dictate your emotions or dominate your headspace. No, no, no. There's so much more to you than that. And losing weight's incredible. I love helping people do it. I would love to help you do it. But losing weight is about so much more than seeing that number go down. Losing weight is really about gaining life and living the life we've always wanted. And you can do it. I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.